up, y'all? We like to welcome everybody to another episode of Crown Conversation, the podcast. This is your host, AJ. This is Jenna. What's up, y'all? It's Kayla. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Big Mouth. Okay. That's Don't his work. name. That's what, listen. That's Jenna. his personality hey, sit name. Over there in your Chick Fil A chair. And we gonna- <laughs> First of all, okay. You want me this energetic? Unless I brought the damn. You're right, cause I damn it died. Okay. Let's. let's so talk about thank it. you. Yeah. Let's talk about it, friend. Thank you. Oh Jenna. no, we're not. Oh it. yeah, thank you, Jennifer, for bringing no the Chick Fil A. Ball out of control. Jenna hit a lick, y'all. She rich, so. I hit a lick the other day. But no, so we like the. Oh no, <laughs> so how was y'all weekend? I didn't do anything. Kayla? Malcolm? Yeah, Kayla, because you was out of town. Where yeah. Let's talk about what it, Kayla. Um, I was a little bit of everywhere. So, you know, I just wrapped up my hair show tour um, yesterday. So, Ooh, shout congrats, out to L'Oreal. Congrats. Thank you. No, shout out to who? L'Oreal. Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, you a model model. She's sponsored. I can't. She oh, tried she to be, she tried to style that in real key. L'Oreal. <laughs> that's what's up. That's dope, though. I made it. That's, no, that's dope. what's up. Where I'm, were you? How'd I say it? Uh, Boston. <laughs> Boston. Oh, she was up in Boston. It was cold it's, as fuck. I know it was. A lot of snow? No, it didn't even snow. It was just really? annoyingly cold. Oh, Atlanta. So cold like how it is tonight. <laughs> no, Atlanta, Atlanta gets Atlanta. cold like this. Like, okay, it's going to be cold today, but it probably won't be cold again, crazy cold like this, until like a couple of weeks. Boston is, is, is cold as shit. Yeah. Because that water is right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yo, they talk funny up there for real, though. Yeah. Like, um, we asked the waiter what kind of rum they had, and he said, Bacardi. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she's so that was amusing to you? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? What kind of rum is that? And I was like, oh, Bacardi. They don't say they ours. Nah. I don't think they, and I think they, yeah, because they, 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 they say car, they say car. They say Boston. Yeah. yeah. They say car, yeah, but they car. say that like that in Chicago. Car. Mm. I don't know. I'm from the South. <laughs> Straight up. One of the most beautiful things come out of my mouth. <laughs> Yikes. Yo, I almost anyway. said so. I damn it said so. Yo. Anyway. Wow. Wow. Y'all can't really just get y'all mind out the gutter for five Any, seconds. First of all, ain't nobody said nothing. No. Fuck, out, fuck both of y'all. <laughs> That's Jenna's tagline. What? <laughs> Do it again, Jenna. Say it. <laughs> I'm from the South. One of the most beautiful things come out of my mouth. Okay, yeah, that do yeah. sound kind of right. <laughs> Yo. All right. Ooh-wee. Okay. <laughs> Yo, Jenna, Ain't you hilarious. Okay, well. and, this, and we are about to get into the jester of the week, the jesters. So this is, it's sad to report. So it's not like a laughing matter or anything like that. Usually the jesters that we talk about, it's sort of kind of like joking. But this one, um is very sad. Um, we have Jordan Jones and Baron Brantley as our jesters of the week. Um, unfortunately, they murdered a young lady by the name of Alexis Crawford. Um, she was 21 years old. She attended Clark Atlanta University, and they found her body. Um, yeah, in Exchange Park. Uh, and wasn't she, uh, she a senior? Yeah, she was a senior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like... Um, a life lost senselessly over something stupid. So, so now I don't. I want to say like three lives are lost, but that's like the equivalent because, of course, Alexis is gone. Her family, like, and then, they, like even the like the think about the parents involved. Like their life done too. Like it's 
you know, a lot of pe- a lot of people's lives were ruined in that incident. Well, I know she was. I think she was one of ten. If I was reading, like it was like her her parents had ten kids. And I don't know if it was together, but I think I was. I think I was reading. I, she was I one saw of ten. That in the she was one of that. ten kids. So I mean, regard. And I think they were from Michigan too, right? That I don't know. I don't think. I don't think she was from Atlanta. Regardless, I, though, it's sad. Yeah. So regardless, yeah, it was a very sad situation. Um. So our you know, condolences to, you know, the Crawford family and things like that. But it's just crazy how, like, one situation stems to another and then it leads to somebody losing their life. So. Yeah, he choked her. Oh, yeah. He choked her. My thing about this story is because one, I already know it's going to end up on, like, For My Man, the show. Or Fatal. No, it's not going to be Fatal. Yeah, yeah, before My Man. Girl, yeah. I love For My Man. I've never so this is like it. a listen bins watch it because it gets real but it's on I netflix think, i think the thing no it come on tv one but oh. i think the thing about this story is it's the fact that she alexis went to the police first to report some sexual assault from the boyfriend of the roommate even though her and the roommate were friends like you know wow. the boyfriend was pretty much trying to come on to her Damn, she ain't like crazy. it she went to the police and then two days later it's a whole altercation, probably because she went to the police because your boyfriend trying to have sex with me. So it's a whole shit show. I just know they choked her. Mm-hmm. They know they had the altercation, the roommate and Alexis. She ends up getting choked by the boyfriend because he intervened. And then Ale- no, the roommate, what's her name? Jordan. Jordan finished it off by putting like a bag over her head. So you gotta think about that. Yeah, she she. And <laughs> they then, probably thought she, you know, she was dead the, or I wasn't dead already, and was like, let's yeah, finish. The girl job, probably was still alive. They put in a storage bin, stuffed around it. Like the prosecutor gonna eat their asses up. Put in a storage bin and drove. See, what people gotta understand Atlanta. If you live in Atlanta, like we all live in Atlanta, now, so you, all y'all know what Clark Atlanta is. You drove away, but they drove to Columbia Drive. That's on the east side, and they went to Exchange Park. That's like a good twenty-five minute drive. So you got on twenty east, probably sat on sat in some traffic with a dead body in your car. That's the that's just crazy. So yeah, that's they wild. ass is gonna burn. They, yeah, they yeah. gone for good. <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. But then the girl like Jordan, how you feel? Like really, how do you feel? You just lost your life behind a, a rapist. I think she gonna take a plea. Like for I would have been like, um, he did all yeah, of it. Yeah, I think she's gonna turn. <laughs> I think she gonna end up, and that's why I can't wait. Honestly, it's a sad story, but I really can't wait to like figure out how they gonna do this and whole see, prosecution nah. defense thing. Because I think she gonna end up taking a plea, and she's probably gonna get like. Malcolm, help me out. You know, you know, like she probably not gonna get. Uh, she probably right. gonna get murdered. Like she, she probably, she probably yeah. might get like some a uh, lesser. Yeah, nah. She definitely. Yeah, I mean, what they gonna do is they gonna try to push it all on the prosecutor. Yeah, the state prosecutor gonna try to push it on him, and then to give him to, to max him out. They gonna max him out anyways. Charges. But like, right. and he got a prior. Jordan don't have any priors, so it's like they really gonna try to max it out on him. Get her to cop a plea. She's still gonna do time, but it's not gonna be they don't. Time. Yeah, they just want her to plea out just to say she's guilty to something. Cause he and they going she gonna. But my thing is, she's still ruined. Yeah. Cause you're yeah. an you're an accomplice. Yep. You're done. Yep. It might be you're done. It might be and they could get even if they get home manslaughter or like, or you know whatever. She's definitely gonna do some time because the life was lost. It, it don't even matter. She her life done. It it doesn't matter. And even if she do get off, like 
it's all going to be on your record. So when you go to apply for jobs and all that type of stuff, you screw. Like, what are you going to do? Write a book, bitch. Like, what, what record <laughs> when they know when your name going down in history? You get a book, like her name going down in history. Yeah, that shit going, and especially in Atlanta history. That shit. Going like down. nobody gonna never forget that. Like that was one of them that was crazy. Like, everybody was affected by that. Like you it's tripping. It's the fact that she posted the damn mission missing fly on her Instagram. Like it's that was bold. Shit out here. She went to class for a week. Mm-hmm. Post like first of all, let me just Why, be real. That, yeah, now nah, that's nuts. If I choke my friend or one of y'all and y'all end up dying, I can't. I ain't gonna be able to function. That guilt gonna eat me up. So yeah. you let that guilt eat you up for a week. That's a long time with guilt. So I'm guilty on your heart like that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Right. Nigga, that, that's a different type of guilt, though. That's Ooh. like murder guilt. That's not yeah, like, a, like that's <laughs> I cheated on my exam guilt. That's like. Ooh, I just know that. <laughs> Yikes. I don't want no and they're so young. That's the sad part about it. Like 21. That's crazy. You still have a li- had a life to live. Like, that's the most yeah, sad part. Yeah, my, hey, money, my money is on her snitching on his ass. But I'm saying, but my thing is for what, ass. though? Like, what you snitching for? Let's sign you done. Like, nah, keep your mouth closed. You did what you did. Eat whatever they give to you. That's how I feel about it. It don't matter. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you could do 20, you you can't do 30. You finna go. I'm doing 20 at 19. I'm like, okay, so what? I can't even do the, you know, the study that they talking about. If you want to spend a week in jail to get your student debt. Oh, yeah. Baby, student debt, me, please, because I'm not even finna do a week. So you can't, you want to do a week. No, no, Brother, no. take them students, them student uh, debts away. I'm do, I do it. Yeah, I don't care if I oh, get all the go. backlash from, <laughs> on social media. I'm not doing that shit. That shit gonna sit. Oh, uh, Sally May ain't getting this money. Well, I'm going to jail. <laughs> I'm going to jail. <laughs> oh my god. If it's some open <laughs> shit, I might ride. But no, jail, no. Lord, well, we're gonna go ahead and segue into the main topics, topics of the week. Mm-hmm. Speaking of jail. So the um the first topic that we're going to talk about is the whole situation surrounding T.I. going to the gynecologist with his daughter, Deja, um, to not just to go and support, but to have the doctor specifically check her hymen to make sure that she's still a virgin or pure. So how do you all feel about that? Go ahead, I, I Jenna. think this is like a, a female topic that me and Kayla can expound on. Yeah, go ahead. This is great. This is wonderful. Let me oh welcome my, my co-host, Kayla. <laughs> 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 okay, so I feel as though because she's 18 and even before you have that age to consent, I feel that T.I. might have overstretched his arm. And I'm saying this because it's not even the fact of you want to be a good father. I get that you want to be hands-on. You want to be in the doctor room, but I don't want you in the doctor room with me. So I feel like it's okay to want to know about your child's health. It's okay to want to know about your child's vaginal health. But as far as, like, knowing if she still has her hymen. But the thing is, like, that could be, like, that don't have to be, is it only broken through sex, though, like. And that's the, and that's that's the, that's the misconception crazy, that like, people don't understand. Like, that shit's so thin that. I'm a man and I know that. Mine like, could have broke at 12 because I knew how to do a split. Like, it's very and thin. And if you play sports, like, you have a. Like, that, too. So, I feel yeah, like he, he just. Tripping. I think he just overstepped some boundaries. Now, I will say I do respect and I admire that he cares so much. But it's the way that you project it. No. Like, no, I'm saying no, no, what I'm saying is like mm-hmm. what I'm saying is I, I I appreciate that you that like what I'm saying is I'm not saying the action. I'm saying 
how he feels about like you obviously have to care and love who you tell him because you got a lot of fathers who wouldn't give a damn. They they done left you and your mama. They don't care to see you. I'm saying as far as But she him, has a mama. Yeah, but that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, Jen, is that like he cares enough. To, like I, I appreciate that he's in his daughter's life and cares and that and cares about her her well being, period. He's not he it ain't like he's going the opposite direction and like He's molesting her, doing all this other crazy shit, or he just abandoned her. Like he loves it now. To now, what he doing to, to obviously like the action behind it is like is is extreme. But I'm saying, just being devil's advocate, I still respect him as a father. Like, cause a lot of people fathers go too far, and you don't realize it until you say what your parents did to you or how your parents treated you growing up to other people. So okay. you might not, you know, like your parents might have damn beat you with extension cords, but you thought it was normal. <laughs> and then you go down the road to Billy Joe and Charles, and then they and you say, yeah, my mom beat me with extension cord, and they ready to call DCF. But my thing, okay, but to that, I'll say, he is, his ass ain't got to be in the room. And that's some shit. Yeah, and of course. She of course, really like, have to share that information. So I don't think that she's in, he's in the room. I'm, oh, that's I'm, another thing. I'm yeah. reading the transcript of like what he said on the podcast because the podcast he was on where they answered that question or where he answered that question is the Ladies Like Us podcast. So that's with Miguel's wife and her. Oh, girl. that's why it was a that's, big uh, deal. Yeah, Nazanin. How you say her name? Nazanin and then Nadia. Oh. So he said it, but he also said, um, T.I. said his daughter's doctor requires her to sign a waiver allowing him to see the results of her examination. And he says, so we'll go and sit down, and the doctor will come and talk, and the doctor's maintaining a high level of professionalism. Um, and he's like, well, you know, sir, I, I have to share information. I'm like, Deja, they want you to sign this so we can share information. Is there anything you would not want me to know? See, doc, ain't no problem. But the thing about it is, of course, Deja is not going to be like, yeah. oh, oh, yeah, De- oh, oh, yeah, doctor, it's not a problem because you know that if you say that in front of him after it's going to be held to pay, it is no secret that T.I. is very, very controlling. Mm-hmm. And then also after, you know, the news spread and everybody was talking about it on social media, Deja was liking the tweets where people were calling him controlling and stuff like that. When you have somebody like a father figure who is controlling and who How knows, old is she? 18. she? 18. Well, then you need to move out. Malcolm. You need to move out. <laughs> No, nah, nah, no, because, like, I'm agreeing with you. No, I, no, listen, this is what I'm saying. I tell you. <laughs> yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't listen. So I agree with you. It's extreme, and I agree that he dead-ass wrong. But, like, a lot of our parents were toxic as shit and dead-ass wrong in a lot of situations. And when you 18, though, if you don't want to if you don't want to deal with it, like, for real, move the hell out because it's stuff that, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put up with. And because, and no, like, not for real. So... Listen, like, I moved out a lot earlier than 18. Okay, but so, it's like, easier said than done for no, her. No, but I understand that. But what I'm saying is, if you, like, just at 18, if I don't like what's going on because I call myself grown, I wouldn't even allow myself, I wouldn't even subject myself to that type of bullshit, period, from my father or my mother. What I'm going to do is, regardless of how hard it is, I'm going to do it because I can't deal with that. So you can't, don't sit here and play grown, but then when it's time to make grown-up decisions because you don't like the situation that's at hand, you you have a, you also have a choice, and you're legally, you you have a legal bound and to do whatever you want to do once you're 18. I move think, out. I wouldn't I wouldn't put up with it. It's not, it's not that she, it's not even a point of her having to move out, Malcolm. She is at college. 
she's at college living her life and they have this thing that every year after her birthday he schedules this appointment so my point and what i was saying was when you have somebody who's controlling like that you don't know how he's controlling he was like oh if you don't do this I'm not gonna and pay see, for your, come, I'm not, I'm not gonna pay for your come, college. That so, come from that, yeah, and I do get that because it's it's very hard. You put the child or you put the the young adult in a situation where like they're really having their back between a rock and a hard place. I do get that, but it's not impossible, especially when you come from a financially wealthy family. You you know. So, the, but so so my thing is so then work like the rest of everybody else who in college doing. What the hell like that's easier but said than done. I understand that, but so that. so then at the same so then my thing is so what what do y'all expect her to do to like what because there has to be something. What what is the solution? Because I'm not what I'm telling y'all, I'm not against what y'all saying against her. I mean against TI. What I'm saying is if you if you're not gonna move out what do y'all, and I'm asking that as an open table question, what do y'all expect okay, her so to do? Okay, so why are you saying what do you expect her to do? Why don't we pose the question, yeah, what, no. Does, no, what does T.I. need to yeah, do? Yeah, no, and, I, and I get that. So because, because like, well, he what he already, need to do is not do it, period. But, he but because, but he's because he's setting his ways. He's been doing that's, it. But like, that's like, my, that's what he does. And he, he, not, controls, he controls tiny ass. He controlled everybody in that damn household from the and tippy top. He controlled the grandma. Like, tiny, like, I ain't gonna lie. He controlled everybody. Grandma, oh. Tiny mama. Yeah, I was about to do something about somebody. Oh. <laughs> so, like, it's clear cut. It's no it's no argument about what T.I. need to do. We, like, I understand. I don't think nobody disagrees that, like, he out of line and he need to stop it. Like, no one disagrees. I don't disagree with that at all. What I'm saying is, if he's not going to do it, you as a young adult now who's who you're legally able to make your own decisions because so many of us have have moved out way before 18 and in high school like and you can you can do it my thing is you're 18 now because i was in college at 18. i ain't have no parents try to uh, put me through college and this and that like no like a lot of us got jobs and we worked and we put ourselves through college uh, a shit ton of us so my thing is you gonna if you're gonna be daddy's little girl then hell it's obvious that if he's stuck in his ways, what you gonna do? Beat your daddy up? What like you're gonna either abide by his rules or like they normally say or like they always say, get out. There's no but there's no place for her to get out. What does it have to do but, with him? But, but that's what I, I already stated what he needs to do. Stop it. What the fuck? But, it ain't okay, no, but no, oh, but you li- but no, but you <laughs> like, literally but no, you literally just posed a question to her, like if you don't like I mean, not a question, a position to her. If you don't like no, it, no, I just pose a mo- solution. Like, right, there has to be. There isn't just one solution, and it's not him just stopping. That's that's all I'm saying. So, so like, if he doesn't stop, now what? Is my question. That's that like that's all I'm asking. Like, I'm not for nobody's side. Like, at any, I'm saying if he doesn't stop, then what? Well, that's between them and that household. But what I will say is, all this is between them and that household. You're right, but what I will say is, I feel like him being that controlling and that on everybody's ass, that creates anxiety for oh, people. Yeah, for they, sure. For for the kids and shit like that, because that's just too damn. Bad. And yeah, she probably it is a lot. feels. And we say, you know, oh, step out on your own. But like Jenna said, when you have anxiety and yeah. you, like you said, you backed up in a corner, like there's only so much that you can do. I know, or so, say. Then, so my thing is, what is the next step? Is what I'm saying. Okay. Like that's like like that's what that I, I'm not disagreeing with y'all at all. I'm asking like well, big what is mouth, the, we don't what is fucking the, know. Well, what is the next step? <laughs> Shit, we because just a lot know of times we we say no. because like me, I, I'm one of them people. Like I even stuff like this is like 
I like I'm solution driven. So I have to be able if we're gonna talk about something, I'm not even the person to call the vent to. Don't call the vent to me. Mm-hmm. What's the solution? What we doing? Do we need to pull up? Well, what are we doing? Don't call it. Don't don't call. Yeah, nah, like nah, because it's like okay, well, like oh well, my mama this this that or this uh my my man did this and that. What you want to do? I don't know. What oh, you gonna do? Okay, before we go on the tangent about that, what does that have to do with like? We're not even talking about the the main subject of that's a violation of her as a woman, like. As that's, a person, as yeah. A, yeah, like, like as, as a woman, a like, she's not going to be able to, I mean, this this is just my own opinion. Like, I feel like in that instance with a situation like that, he's not going to allow her to blossom as a woman because she's not going to be able to figure out her own sexuality without having her dad and his opinion and how he feels in the back of her mind. And that is, like, that's not even just a problem with T.I. and his daughters or his children. Like, that's a that's society. Like, that's our culture. We don't have those healthy conversations with our parents, especially like in black culture, about sex, about what we do. Like, you, you, he got Planned Parenthood like responding to him on Twitter, and the World Health Organization responding to him on Twitter about how virginity is a social construct. Yeah, like, cause I mean, the hymen can snap so quickly on anything. Like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like, so it's. It's just a conversation that we really need to be having, just not even just on the podcast, but as a whole, is how do we bridge that gap between allowing a positive, a sex-positive conversation between parents and children, like no matter how old you, you are. Have to, we have to have that conversation because if we don't have that conversation, if we're not, if we don't, if we're not up on game and educated about it, the, the, that lack of communication right then, the transfer of information is not going to be there. And that's where the big that our biggest problem is. So it's like somebody like Ti, he might think the way he he thinks because of how he was raised and how he was brought up. And so he's not even thinking. He literally doesn't see nothing wrong with it. Or if he does see something, he say like, "This is my way of parenting." And and granted, there is no right way of parenting, but there's also things that can cause can have an adverse effect. And I think what he's doing is a reflection, a direct reflection of what he dealt with growing up or somewhere along the line because you just don't become like that overnight. You didn't just watch a movie, watch freaking Players Club or listen to some song and think that he got like that overnight. So it's it's honestly deeper than raps, but I think that the way you fix that moving forward is you have that conversation. You become you become enlightened on on a woman's anatomy. You become you you educate yourself on sexuality in the black community period and and all uh, aspects around it. So that's how you fix it. But it's as far as saying to some, oh you're wrong, you're wrong, you're a bad parent, this and that. For this, it's like that ain't gonna get through to somebody like Ti. Like the backlash ain't gonna make nobody change their mind. You he has to be educated because no matter what, if he don't if he don't see the other side. He's not going to understand it. He's still going to stand up and stand on his 10 toes like, nah, I don't give a damn. That's my child. Well, one thing I will say about T.I. is that even when you do try to educate him, if you've seen him trying to have educated conversation with other adults and they're trying to, you know, trying to educate him, T.I. think he's the smartest nigga walking. That sounds like women on Twitter. He think he's the smartest nigga walking. So, there, so there's really Mm-mm. no... I don't want to yeah, say there's, I want to say yeah I don't want to say there's really no way to educate him that's problem number 1 number 2 as a culture as a people we always talk about oh we need to have these conversations but we never have them because I know that it's very very commonplace that when you say say you have a household and you have 
even in my household growing up, you have a boy and a girl. They raise the girl completely different from the boy, and that's just how it is. And the excuses, that's just how it is. Like growing up, like my sister, she had a strict curfew. I did not. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to like sex, they always want to be like, oh, you know, the girl needs to hurry up and get on birth control. Oh, we need to have this talk, this, that, and the third. As a boy, I didn't, I didn't have that talk. It was just like they're gonna ask you if you having sex yet, and they tell a woman. You better not be having sex, like. If you and then they nah, they tell me like if you and they, if they tell me if you having sex, like, I, wear like, a condom. We 50, That's it. Yeah, like. I think in my household, because I I mean, well, you know what, my situations be so different because my mama kids are so spaced out in age. Like my oldest brother is literally twenty years older than me. So oh, he don't have to be your daddy. Stop playing with me, Malcolm. <laughs> You know what? You like to say a lot of crazy he things. <laughs> he, he my, oldest brother, my other brother is 48. And then I, my uh, other brother, the one that's my, that we all share the same mom, he's 33. And I'm, of course, 28. So me and the, 20, the, me and the 33-year-old, of course, in the same house. So I can get what you say, like, curfews were different. And, you know, because Jalal, who's 33, he could just do whatever the hell he wanted to do. It was just like a, okay, well, you know. But still, my mama was still calling, like, all right. Yeah. What the like, hell are you doing? Like somebody told me on Twitter, it's a different time. Yeah, no, it's nothing. First of all, it might be a different time, but it's nothing new up under the fucking sun. Like, all this shit, oh, gonna, like, this shit gonna keep going and going and going. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about that different time shit. All I'm gonna say is, I couldn't do a lot of the stuff I wanted to do mm-hmm. because I was a girl, but it wasn't on like like I think and plus I'm my mom's only girl. Well, I am a boy, Damon. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like me trying to even hang out with friends, like go to something as simple as going to the movies. I had to let her know. Because mm-hmm. see, you weren't. Just I had going, to let her know like you who I was know going why with. Because I could tell how you act now. You just weren't going to watch no movies. No, yes, I was. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I wasn't that teenager. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that teenager that was sneaking out the house. Look, I, I really wasn't because Sheila Nixon for nah, one you just saying your that because You up. just saying that because your mama listening to this podcast. Hey, Miss Sheila. No, she, no. I'm really not saying that. That's how I was raised. Mm-hmm. I was not out in the streets like that until I got out All my right, mama's house. Yeah, but you're right. I don't want you to tell on yourself. I'm so not, honey, continue. trust me when I tell you. Because when we talk <laughs> about this virginity talk, I'm going to tell on my damn self. So what I'm saying is... I wasn't out there, like, in the streets like that because my mama wasn't letting me. Like, if I wanted to no, hang I out, you. I used to have to let I her know you. who I'm with, phone numbers, hell, credit scores, if she wanted a credit score. And if she wasn't really comfortable with the friends that I was hanging with, like, it wasn't no slumber parties. It wasn't no sleepovers. Like, you oh, bring yeah, your I ass bet. home. It's none of that. And that's why, like, now it's a Was this older. in middle school or high school? It was high school. Oh, for real? Like, oh. the only I, – I was so honest and open with my mama. I would tell her about skip days. In high school, because you know how you had a skip days in high school. I'm like, yeah, mom, tomorrow's skip day. I'm going to be at so forth and so forth house. And she'd be like, what the hell is a skip day? Girl, we just don't go to school. We're going to Waffle House. <laughs> that's how I used to say it. I'm like, listen, we just don't go to school. We're going to Waffle House first, and then we're going to go to so forth and so forth house. And she yeah. let me hold the car because, like, she understood that's a tradition. And that's what it yeah. was. And I got she my ass home by 4 o'clock. Like, it, I, she just know I went in class that day. Yeah. No, nah, I, f- I feel you on that. What about you, Tonya? How so, was with you? My mom, my mom was very similar to Jenna's mom as far as like even though I didn't have a curfew and stuff like that. It was still like you need to be checking in. Yeah. 
But then also as a like in middle school, elementary school, it wasn't no sleepovers. Everybody always came to our house. But as far as, you know, me and my sister going to other people's house, aunts, uncles spending the night and shit, my mom wasn't having it because she was just like, everybody sleep. What you going over there for? Bring your ass home. (laughs) Bring your ass home. If you want to go, when everybody wake up, go. And like, it sounds extreme, but if you think about the stories and stuff, like you got these aunts, these uncles, these cousins, these friends, parents touching on little kids and shit. You got to be on your kid, especially young black kids, because we're the ones who sort of kind of get lost in the shuffle. So you have to keep your hand to the pulse. And what I will say to my story is, this is a perfect example. Jalal would, would, because I call him like a, the, the, the city, the city ambassador, because he's, he know his way around Atlanta like no other. As far as riding, as far as riding the martyr train and bus. I couldn't get on the martyr train, nor could I get on the martyr bus, cause it was just like that was like a forbidden type of situation. Like, nah, Jenny, you don't. It was all my mom used to say, nah, you don't know how to ride the bus, you don't know how to ride the train. I'll do it. I'll take you. But my literally my first time doing it by myself was literally this year going to work. Like it's not even well a joke. because if somebody tried to kidnap him versus kidnapping you, he had a better chance. It's of, a different story. Of defending See, himself. But what I will say is, my dad he was real lackluster about it. like he, if he was still alive now, like it, in high like in college. Well, he was alive while I was in college, but I was in, of course Tallahassee. So a lot of shit I wouldn't even have to probably deal with if he was like around when I was in high school. I feel you. Like mm-hmm. it, it probably wouldn't have been all that. But Sheila Nixon wasn't no joke. It was just like, sis, you ain't gonna go. Her motto was, "You ain't got to go every fucking well, man." And that's how I li- that's how I live right now. I do not have to go every fucking well. Listen, and if they didn't invite you, your ass oh, was yeah. not wanted. Well, that's uni- <laughs> that's a universal code amongst black people. At least should be anyway, because niggas around this. Hmm. So, Kayla, so what was your like upbringing? You know, with your mother, like the rules and stuff like that. Because I know it's a little different. Because you got the little island flavor, so I know it's real strict. Listen, first of all. I ain't spending night nowhere, <laughs> except my uh, my next door neighbor. Like we grew up together, so I would spend the night over there. But it was literally next door. That was it. Or like if I went to my dad's and my aunties and cousins' house, like for the weekend, I would spend a night somewhere. But like I was never allowed to like go to like far ass sleepovers. Um, when I got to high school, my mama used to give like these crazy nine o'clock curfews and i'm like that's when the movie start right that's when the party gets started the <laughs> well, party you ain't going, i guess oh, you ain't going nah. and she was the advocate for i'm either taking you or dropping you off but she would never do it unless it was like a please 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 like she she would say oh i'm gonna take you or i'm gonna drop you off yeah. but she wasn't doing either we would usually ride with somebody like but i used to sneak out See, my whole, I snuck out my window. See, I did it one time. Back. Oh no, see, I did it one time. Years. See, Malcolm, that's all the one you years. need to say. <laughs> all right, right, and you I know snuck what? Out all four years, and I told her in college, and she was like, "What the hell?" See, Kayla be deceiving. I yeah, I she's had, very I deceiving. Me. I had to, yeah, I had to do. I don't, it wasn't even a sneak out; it was a lie. So let me tell y'all how crazy my mom is. Look what happened, and I told her this story many times. So here's what happened. It was this party that I wanted to go to. It was real bad. It was like an hour away from home. It was in Dover. So, you know, I had asked my mom, you know, my mom and dad, could I go? My dad was like, you know, ask your mom. I was like, okay. So I asked my mom. She was like, okay, yeah, you can go, blah, blah, blah. I get my shower. I get fresh fly. Tell my niggas, hey, yo, I'm, I'm I'm about to head out. I get downstairs to my mama room. 
I'm like, all right, y'all, I'm about to go. I'll talk. I'll see y'all when I get back. My mom was like, um, AJ, you know, I've been thinking, and I don't want you to go. I, I was like, what? I was like, the people is waiting on me because I was the life of the party back then. I was like, the, the, the people is waiting on me. What the fuck you mean? And she was like, nah, I, I just don't feel comfortable with you going. So from that point on, I knew anytime there was a party at that specific spot that I wanted to go to, I was like, oh, mom, the party's going to be here. I ain't miss no more parties after that. But you know what? I will say, like, despite the fact that my mama had, like, very, not really strict, but, like, she was very, like, assertive and concrete in some of the things that we weren't able to do. When she said, like, she ain't like somebody or, like, she ain't feel a good vibe about something that I wanted to go to, always she was right. usually always right. Like, mm -hmm. her and my grandma, they was always right. However, comma, now that <laughs> I look back at it 14 years later, because I started sneaking out at 14, because I was like, yo, everybody's going to the movies at 10, 11 o'clock. So I was just going in my room, and they would go to sleep, and I would sneak out, go to the movies, and i sneak right back in. And that was it. But I did that for four years, like, out the window, take my shoes off at my window and, like, walk through the grass so nobody hear me. You know what I mean? And it was like, damn, like, I could have really been in some crazy situations. I could have been dead. Like, you know what I mean? Like, baby, the way my ass look got whooped. But nobody, everybody, <laughs> <came out. laughs> listen, Ooh, nobody heard me. I, I promise you, like, like nobody that. knew. Like, I think one time my grandma had an idea because I had, like, slipped up and left the front door unlocked. But she was just like, the door was unlocked set the next day. And I was like, okay. Uh -huh. but, okay, my but I don't want, you know, as a mom now, like, I don't want my daughter to feel like she got to sneak out. I'd rather right. drive there and sit my ass outside till you, you done. Would my you? mama used to, when, in yeah. high school, like, your house <laughs> yeah. party, first of all, the house party situations, baby, I had to be there, okay? The people was waiting, okay? Listen. Listen, Jenna ain't miss a high school party, okay? Now, what I will say is, I used to always give my mama heads up, like, mom. It's a house. It's it's party. She would be like, okay, where is that? I said her location. It used to be off like Butner Road. But oh well, they they like to shoot shit up over there. They huh? do. <laughs> so I used to have to tell her. I used to have to tell her the location. She would drop me off at like eight thirty, eight forty-five. But she'd be like, Jen, I'll be back at eleven. So it will always work out to where, like, I enjoyed myself. There was no point in me lying to this lady because eventually Sheila Nixon going to find out any fucking way because I'm going to slip up and talk too much. So you might as well just be honest. I don't know. I held on to my sneak outs for years. Like, I didn't I tell my mom until after I graduated out. college. I don't think, like, no, I didn't tell my mom until after I graduated college when I lost my virginity. Now, that was a different story. Right. How old were you? Girl, I'm like, damn, like, honey, you real nosy. You know oh. that? <laughs> I mean, shit, you brought it up. Talk about it. How old was, I was you? 15. Damn. I was 15. I was, okay. I was, I was 15 too. You real Damn. judgy. You I was real. younger than y'all. Okay. How old were you? Like 13. What? 13. 13 okay, 14. now I'm about to say, how old were you? 22? 13, 14. I was motherfucking 25 years old when you I lost my Fucking lie, girl. You would not sit up on this microphone and lie like that. Not I was literally twenty-five. Not, 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 like not on this man. Not on this man. Not on this fucking man. You not. So you need to be. Nah, not. No, 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 no. Did that? Did that? I lost something. <laughs> I have a lot of and questions. And I got a story about that too. He was standing firm and it's twenty-five. I'm like, bro, come no, on. I, mean, I was seventeen. Okay. I was seventeen. By seventeen, I was like, no. But what I will say, what I will say about, what I will say. Um. 
But what I will say, what I will say about my case is, I was fifteen. I was fifteen, but I didn't have sex again, again until I was about to turn. No, you know what? I needed a do over as well. Yeah, I was no. You know what? After the first time, it was straight do over. Fifteen years old. What the fuck are you doing? Shit, trying to stretch it out. Honestly, when I think back on, I don't regret it. But when I think back on, I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? Like, I, I didn't know even exactly need to do what that. I was like, doing. I didn't need to be. I doing. know exactly what I was doing. <laughs> I was after school. <laughs> like I didn't have no business. before track practice. Wow. Well, okay. Mine was uh, during FCAT because I didn't have to take. I, and you know I passed what? it the first time. Every time I tell people <laughs> like, had dates my, virgi- like yeah. my virginity story, like I did it in my house when my parents were home because I was always allowed. Yeah. I was always allowed to have company, and I and I had like the whole third floor. Like my my room was the third floor. Like Bro, I had this whole nigga third said floor third floor. But I had too much money for me. I, I was. Li- <laughs> oh my god! Me? Uh, she had a whole wing to his fucking self. Man, you got me Man, flying a room to myself in a-, <laughs> a room. Man, I shared a room with. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the triplets share the room. Not oh, well, not in high school. When, like when we was in like elementary year. No. But, but no, my, my I don't know. I don't want to say I don't know why my parents really trust me. But I always had my company over, and I was always in middle hunching school or high school. Home. High school. High school. I was See, always like, hunching. Me, you know, by high school, me and my brothers had them moved some, out. Nah, How? Some boundaries, baby. You can't do it shit uh-uh. while your people uh-uh. at home. You shit. Have sex at the house. And your mama on this land. On this land. On this land. While she at home. Oh, my God. And when my parents used to leave, my parents, like, my dad and stuff, they always had conferences and stuff like that. So they would be gone for, like, you know, like, three or four days. When my parents used to leave, I used to turn that house out. Baby, Sheila used to work at 3 to 11 p.m. Nah, see, like. Whoa, whoa. I remember I I was in high school. When y'all coming back? (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I was in high school, and this girl, Daddy, came home. Boy, I'm out in the damn closet hiding. Oh, no. I said, man. Nah, that's no, the shit I was Nah, was, I wouldn't even. Uh, right. no, 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 But, yeah, so that little gap year that I had, I was okay with it. Well, that's good. I can't yeah. wait to ask people when they lost their virginity. I don't think I had a gap They gonna lie. What, what you gotta lie for? I don't know. They gonna know. answer it anonymously, so they better not lie. But I mean, shit. Kids, kids are way more experienced now. Man. Man. It was this girl. It was this girl in seventh grade on her second baby back at the crib. Well, you know what used to be crazy to me? How I used to be in middle school and high school looking at like like the the baby fat jacket was the like the universal pregnancy jacket. Now that I think about it, I used to see a lot of bitches with that damn baby fat jacket. And now they kids the same age as them. Right. For real. Yep. Baby fat. I know know a girl got five kids. She my age. I don't know how the hell she did it, but she started. She started at like eleven. Damn. She was fucking fucking. So. Since we talk about like <laughs> privacy and virginity and keeping stuff under wraps, let's talk about. Here we go. No, we're gonna talk about. We're gonna Here talk we about go. Whitney Houston and Robin. How do y'all Who feel about last name? what? I, I want to say her last name is Crawford, but I don't want to be wrong. What about her? But anyway, we're gonna talk yeah. about the whole. It's Crawford. Yeah. It's Robin Crawford. Like we're gonna talk about the whole situation with her now. All of a sudden using her well using a platform to talk about her relationship with Whitney Houston now what I will say is this I do agree with the masses when everybody says you know everybody needs to speak their truth and should be able to talk about their story I get it I understand it but what I don't like is the fact that yes you're speaking the story and you know telling your story 
But who says Whitney wanted it told? Because if Whitney wanted it told, I'm sure she would have spoken about it while she was alive, which leads me to my next point is you're telling all this business and this lady cannot even, I don't want to say defend herself, but at least have a side to the story, at least talk about y'all's relationship. I just personally feel like if Whitney Houston wanted everybody to know about her and Robin, she would have talked about it. Now, people are going to say, oh, we've been new for years. Oh, we've been new for years. It's a difference between it's a difference between speculation and then somebody who was involved telling the story. If you if you were really if you really care so much about Whitney, you should have just been satisfied in the fact that y'all had that. Y'all had that that moment. Y'all had that bond. And let the shit die with Whitney and in the grave. And now you're gonna wait till all this time later. Like you're really gonna bring this up. And like I like we was talking about before we started recording, I would be totally okay if you with, with you doing whatever you're doing. If you could answer one question, in what way by you bringing this up now are you being positive or progressive? What like what was your point? It's like, literally just news. You or literally, tea, as but my like thing say, is you're not even talking it. about something that people had already been out there in the light. Now you talking about something that like that y'all did under wraps, and why are you bringing that up now? Like, and another, and I'm gonna let nah. you speak, Kayla, real quick. But the the thing that this is doing is like a domino effect. So now that Robin done talked about it, now here comes Faith Evans' happy ass talking about, oh yeah, I used to smoke weed with Whitney. Y'all weren't talking about this shit before. Wait a minute, Faith says she used, Faith to, says she used to smoke the weed with Whitney. Did she smoke the weed or the crack? The weed. But I'm saying, like, with Robin doing that, it just opened (laughs) up a whole nother door for people to have that platform to talk about the shit they used to do with Whitney. Who gives a fuck? Me and Whitney went to uh, Houston. Bye. (laughs) Okay, what was you about to to say about the situation? Oh, so you don't believe? Okay. I just feel like, you know, you can't put a a timeline on when people get to express their truth. Because we don't know if Whitney would have still been alive if she would have finally came out with it, too. But why you we wait till now? We don't know that. But my but, thing is, why you wait till now? I mean, shit. My nigga, she might have needed a check. But Man, because I'm going to be real with you. If that was my mama, like, if, like if my mom and dad been together this time or whatever, had whatever type of relationship they had, and then you wait till all this time my mama been dead to not want to come back, I'm, I ain't going to lie to you, boy. I'm going to be pressed. Like, pressed? I'm going to be, boy, I'm going to feel highly disrespected. And like, For bro, like, why are you going to bring this, my mama up dis- now? What's disrespectful about you, the situation? We had a why relationship. You, but what you, what's your point mm. of bringing this up now? Like, it's, what is your motive? Okay, so when you say, what's your motive? We had a relationship. I, 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 I I'm going to ask you, what did y'all to, have? I wanted to express it. To, to who? I'm, what do you mean? To who? I'm, I'm writing a book, what? nigga. Why? I'm writing to a memoir. Who, but why? My, I, I want to tell my Man. side of the story. Like, I've been silent. What, what side I've of the story? I've chosen to be silent. So then, like I said, like, if you time. kept your silence forever, keep your silence. What? No. Like, people be tripping. What? No, that's if, not, if I ain't bring it up. You, that's like y'all telling all these people who came out late as fuck about R. Kelly and, and Guess what? And I said it, like, no, no, and I said it just like I said. Don't be. She's trying to put it two different magnitudes. We're talking about a romantic relationship versus rape. And come on, you can't. You can't Bill do that. Cosby's alive and R. Kelly's alive. My oh, problem They can tell that, but you're so talking about a saying, dead person. So y'all like, saying because Whitney Houston is dead, Robin should have just shut the that fuck up. Like, why you ain't saying yeah. that? Yeah. 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 Right. doesn't discredit her story. But like, my thing is, what what is your point? Like, why you ain't say nothing then? Like, stop with that. Because I think sometimes... I'm not I, especially I might, a romantic I might, relationship. I might play devil's advocate on this one. I feel like maybe she didn't say anything because she felt like it possibly would have hurt 
Whitney, maybe she was looking out for Whitney's feelings and how. It well, I'd rather hurt your feelings while you while you alive than because, talk about you when like, you're let's de- be, when you let's dead. Let's be clear: when they were having a, a that when they were having that type of relationship back then, it wasn't really common for lesbians to be out. So now that we have this child, bull bull daggers always been oh good. Oh my god! No. Oh shit! <laughs> Lord, Papa. don't use that one. My god! Damn Bleep. it! Bleep! 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 Y'all did not hear that last <laughs> word. He meant lesbians. But what I'm saying is, that's what they call him in Duval, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah that's what they do in Duval. But what I'm saying is, times have changed to now where I feel like the LGBT community is starting to become more acceptable of people in their lifestyles. So maybe she just didn't want to no, say anything back then. I totally because agree. Because it, it wouldn't have been accepted, so she didn't want to hurt Whitney's career. And she mentioned that because Whitney's family, like. Oh. Now I will say Whitney's family of that them some fucked up individuals. That that, that what's <laughs> okay. like y'all getting mad because Whitney used to fuck a bitch like No, what? I'm no but no Wow, <laughs> wow. but no that's not what we're saying. Twat, eh? You feel me? <laughs> well, here we go. <laughs> All right guys, and that concludes. But no, episode. but no, but no, seriously, what I feel like I understand what you guys are saying. Like I said in the beginning, everybody gets to decide their story. However, however, I just don't like, it just doesn't sit well with me, the fact that Whitney is not here to tell her side. Like we always say there's three sides to the story, your side, my side, and the truth. So Robin might have, Robin might have an account of a situation where Whitney might feel like, oh, it didn't happen like this. Well, guess man, what? Look, we, we can't hear about man, it. Because Tony, I'm going to be real with you. Jenna, Jenna and Kayla could sit here and, but, and no, act no, like this. They want to. If that was their mama, boy, they'd be ready to turn up. Like, why are you waiting till now? Thank you. Well, Kayla, you be quiet. If it was your mama, if it was you, if you had an ex out here talking about, you wouldn't want your ex. Like for real, think about it. Right. So let's let's make it relatable. Make it relatable. I used to to have a relationship with a woman, and if she comes out while I'm dead and tells this story. What you, what you want me to come up from my grave and be like, no, bitch, actually. That's disrespectful. We're not asking what we want you to do. You're dead. We're not asking what we want you to do. Well, didn't Whitney kind of hint towards them? I, I it was together never, all the time. So like, what? You and Jenna are all the, you and Jenna together all the time. I mean, you cooking kitties? What mm, the fuck? Y'all I mean, don't know that. She, no, you don't know now. What? Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. Shut the fuck up. Hey, Jenna girl. <laughs> I don't know. I knew you bitches was gay. <laughs> I knew you bitches was gay. I knew but it. No, but, but no, I feel like I feel like Whitney. I feel I'm gonna like, write the book. Write that bitch. Just I'm gonna write the book. Just give me the preface. Crown conversations, carpet, unrestricted. <laughs> but no, I, I feel like I feel like Whitney hinted towards it, but I feel like a lot of people just didn't pay it no attention and no mind. People knew they just was like, hey, hey, hey. Because I remember at one point in time, like, did somebody say they was uncomfortable with their friendship or something yeah. like that? Speculate. You ain't got to confirm a whole bunch of shit. And the thing about it, if, and, and another <laughs> thing about it, here's another thing about it. Get no, it right, listen Tonya. to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Okay, write your book. Write your book. It's cool. You want to get, you but know, you, out, whatever. But you, but you, you ain't got to go to Wendy Williams and be hooting and hollering. But talk that's about what you do when you on a 
tour. I don't, you don't need a tour. Who gives a fuck? If people want to read the book, read the book. You ain't got to do all this publicity. The thing is, money is the root of all evil. When this shit was money motivated. Book, you're going period. To go on tour and do publicity. You don't have to. Book. If you are truly, sincerely just worried about people hearing your side and speaking your truth, you don't need to go about into the. Feel. You don't need to go into okay. the into That's the trenches. You don't need to go into the trenches of all the oh what was going to happen. The girl was. You know, pretty much, if you buy the book, you gonna buy the book. You gonna buy the book. Okay. Robin on here on Wendy Williams talking you, about you oh yeah forcing me and, the story. Me and, she forcing right, the story on me and Whitney like, was gonna jump you one time. We was gonna who the fuck want to hear that? But you know what shit? Nobody asked her back then, so it's like she yeah. got to. You a damn liar! You a damn liar! You think niggas was like, hey, let's ask Robin if they would shoot yeah, we, up Whitney? It's kind of uh, like Williams. okay, it's kind of like it's kind of like this. It's kind of like it's kind of like Oprah and Gail. But uh, Oprah and Gail ain't gay. But no, no, it's, it was that. speculation that they right. were gay because they were friends oh and so God. close of friends. Right. So, and plus, we don't know that. Because Step in the beard. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to be. Step in me is like, like a stand-in. Like, he really ain't doing shit. He's just like there at the okay. But that's what I'm saying. And, and my mama is the type is where she be like, nah, they fucking each other because ain't no way in hell. My grandma said the same thing. I, normally, if you, like you like in a certain class age, people mm-hmm. gonna think Oprah and Gail have a situation going on. So I, I'm a comp- I'm comparing this to Whitney and Robin because they so close, you always saw Whitney and Robin with each other. So of course, there was speculation that they were they were lesbians. They were having a relationship with each other. And then Bobby Brown put in his movie. The documentary come out. But of course, again, it was speculation. It wasn't like concrete confirmed. Man, if that shit looked like a duck, quack like a duck, and walk like a duck, it's a goddamn duck. No, it could no, be a I geese. Mm. Boy, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Get on my nerve. I'm just saying. So, I mean, let her, let her. I didn't know she was writing a book about it. I thought she was just like. Saying her piece. I didn't know she was writing a book. So I get your standpoint right. on like doing the say, tour. Say your piece and move the fuck on. You ain't got to say your piece and keep saying your piece and saying your piece and saying your piece. Peace oh the fuck God. out. Drop the book and buy. Y'all like, gonna get the book? Uh-uh. I'm not. Antonio, I'm, Antonio you gonna get the damn no, book. I'm not interested to know that you was fucking Whitney. The, the yeah, most I that I'm gonna learn is that it's like gonna that. confirm that y'all was licking kitties and Doing all this shit. I don't give a fuck about and that. that ain't nothing new. I like, I like to leave my legends as legends. Like, just like how I don't agree how she Patty. Was fucking right I, even though I don't agree how Patty LaBelle Duh. Bell went on Andy went on Andy's show and was talking about Luther right Vandross. She Who? did have a relationship with Ray J. No, no. And that, so that's that don't matter. Was, that's nothing. But that was not that it don't matter. That was known. Like that was that wasn't no secret. Well, it was known that she was messing with Robin. It wasn't known. It was speculated. No, people knew that. Kelly like them young ass kids. And they ain't say shit. But now they on the TV talking about, well, you know. Just like how. Yeah, and I feel like if you ain't say nothing, then. No, we're not going to talk about Michael. We're not going to talk about Michael. Neverland. No, we're not going to talk about Michael. Michael Jackson accountable. Well, y'all don't hold y'all uncles accountable. No, the reason why we. That's not my uncle. No, hold on. The reason why we don't. Girl, fuck you. Say nothing about Mike is because again it's so much back and forth. The people who say he didn't do it turn around and say he did do it. Which the yeah, fuck is it? Leave, leave him alone at this point. Leave the dead where they at. Like 
But hey. what I'm saying is people knew about this shit when they was alive. I mean, yeah, leave the dead, what at, but people knew. Okay, then people knew then it shouldn't be this whole big production of a roll out of a book and you going if here. If you put a book out, you're going to go on tour. You're no, 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 no. That's how you no, get no, 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 That's no, like no. saying you no, put no, up no. the music out, you're going to go on tour. Everybody's going to But you're going to push that. You're going to push and promote. You're going to do Why? If if No, literally, Kayla, if the soul, no, listen, if the sole purpose is for you to be able to clear your spirit and cleanse your spirit. Facts, Who facts. gives a Why fuck you care about, about the audience? Tour? Put the book out. Why you let care about yeah. the book is out. And if they want to read it, they read it. You don't have to go on with That Williams. seems to be you a lot more logical, really. They're paying her. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm you saying. It's money motivated. It's money motivated. Yeah, like. You going to turn down a goddamn check? You going right. right. to Hey, money don't always move me. Money don't always move me. We don't have to agree to disagree. I don't. I don't agree with that. Mm, I mean, so, I get what y'all saying. So you a snitch for some money, Hans? Huh, what you saying? Boy, fuck you. Cause for once again, you damn right. Wow. <gasps> don't trust me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Don't trust me. Jenny says she could be that bought out. Me. She is standing on <laughs> that fucking stand and she is pointing at your man. Cause she. <laughs> Baby is a snitch that's going to be living in a ditch. No, I'm just fucking playing about that point. Because I'm like, no, if it don't have nothing to do with me, I normally keep my mouth closed. That's true. Yeah, nah, I will will give you that. I will give you that. you need. I will. I will give you that. Yeah, nah, you do. I'll give you that. You damn right. But we ain't nobody never offered you no big check, neither, so. Okay, I have a question. A situation <laughs> like this, how does this tie into like today's day and age, like personal or private relationships? Like if Whitney and Robin had social media today, you think that pictures First of them together would give off speculation? Like, it probably would give off speculation, but also she wouldn't. She would be with a man. I feel like that was just like a part of her. Her image. Her image and. That's what it would be. Robin would be in the background looking salty, so mad as fuck. So do you feel but like Whitney is... always in the background. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So that, you wouldn't consider Whitney Houston a bisexual woman? I would consider her a bisexual woman, yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure. Just, But how? Be, if you don't know that that's true and that's just... I mean, well, damn it, we know it's true now because of Robin. I mean, we knew it was true back then because of Robin. Anyway. I didn't know about no damn Robin until later in life. That's the thing. Like, so I didn't know about but, Robin until the movies but came out. Most in that generation knew about Robin. That's what we saying. We weren't yeah. old enough. All to right. So then, if that's it, if they knew, then why y'all bringing it back up all this thank time you. later? Shut the fuck up. Thank well, oh you. Thank you. If everybody knew, damn. What the fuck is you talking about now? Then what you be no surprise? And no, no, that's that just messy. And just she wants the old messy. thing back. She can it's go just wherever messy. Whitney is buried and lay on it. <laughs> well, take that back. She can't do that. Go in the bathroom and pray about it. I'm tired of you. Anyway, we about to. I can't wait to. Because these are two good topics. I can't wait for everybody to weigh in on this because I feel like it's you ain't like conflicting views. Like the whole how we were raised, sex, virginity, and this whole Whitney thing. Because I feel like some people have opposing it's gonna be views. A lot, yeah, it's going to be a lot of opposing views. Because they don't yeah. want to get the heat. I don't well, give a look, fuck about heat. Bring the heat. The egg is hatched. Say what you got I said to what say. I said. Just keep your legs closed for married men. So, <laughs> oh, they ain't doing that out here for a fact. Keep your legs closed for married men. Lord. Well, we're going to go ahead and um, segue into our king and queen of the week. So, yeah, our, so I don't even know if you heard the story, but the queen of the week I have, um, she's an entrepreneur, um, an author. Her name is Fawn Weaver. 
Um, she's the master distiller of Uncle Nearest Premium Whiskey. So for those of you guys who don't know who Uncle Nearest is, his full name was Nathan Nearest Green. Um, he's credited for helping Jack Daniels learn the art of whiskey making. So pretty much he is the one who made Jack Daniels and all that. But being though it was the time, being though it was the time of when it was, he wasn't able to patent it. He, you know, Jack Daniels took credit for making the whiskey here, therefore, and so forth. So Fawn Weaver was intrigued by his story, so she created the whiskey brand to honor him. Um, and so now it's the first major spirit brand to pay homage to an African-American and the distillery opened in his honor on September 14th in Shelbyville, Tennessee. So, you know what? I do want to visit Tennessee just off the strength of whiskey. Yeah. It's a lot of history. It's a lot of history and a lot of things like what they have to do with black people, you know, like how back in slave times and even in the early days, like black people created and invented a lot of things. But of course, we didn't have the money to do patents and copyrights and stuff like that. So the white man took our ideas, Mm -hmm. this being another one, Mm -hmm. and created as an own. So if you drink Jack Daniels, switch over to Uncle Nearest. That ain't no problem. It ain't no problem. That ain't no problem because I like me a nice little whiskey. What's your favorite whiskey? Just, <laughs> we have an alcoholic on the show. Alki. <laughs> Alki. No, I like uh, Jack Honey. I, I'm a Jack Daniels fan. Okay, so we can I like so Jack Honey. Uh, like we, de- we definitely going to try the Uncle Nearest, I though. I think Jack Daniels is always your go-to Let's do for it. whiskey anyway. So yeah, usually. Yeah, I think we need to just buy some different rums and try them out. I don't like We rum. should have a, ta- yeah. a rum ta- taste testing. Whiskey. Great content. Whiskey. I think we said whiskey. Well, how the hell oh, yeah, whiskey. I meant to say whiskey. I'm sorry. Oh, whiskey. Okay drinking with your ass if you don't know the difference so uh, damn i made a mistake you know what it don't matter because you're gonna drink whatever anyways no i'm not yes drink, you are i don't drink vodka girl please i don't once you get drunk you don't care what you drink no actually i do it could be saliva no I do. okay y'all first of all y'all already know how i feel about saliva <laughs> Mm-mm. Yep. Yeah. anyway this for another so, episode uh, uh, sorry. another episode no sorry like i said i don't drink vodka <laughs> So our king of the week is a he was a previous king of the week, but he keeps doing great things. I'm sorry, I don't care. And I don't care. you know care. what? When you deserve it, we give it to you. When you deserve your crown, you get your crown. Again, it's King LeBron James. I'm gonna tell you why. King when I tell James. you the story, you'll be like, LeBron okay. James. So he, LeBron James's foundation is turning an apartment building into a transitional housing. Oh, okay. So he has 20 furnished units for families of his I Promise school who are dealing with issues such as homelessness and domestic violence. He is the GOAT. That, he's the LeBron GOAT. LeBron James the GOAT, hands game. down. That's dope. What about addictions? Yeah, say, no, any, yeah, anything like dealing with any type of familiar like problems meth, that can, can, can affect the household, he's providing them with housing. I think that's dope. It's Malcolm. I, what did he say? <laughs> if you like meth, what? Come on. He welcome. You know what? You know, that's y'all. That's the problem. He don't take shit serious. He don't. He don't take shit serious. That's the problem. Yo, oh God. But shout out to LeBron. Shout out to shout LeBron. Shout out to LeBron. He the man. He's I the goat. LeBron. He's the king. I love LeBron. On and off the court. Yeah, facts. Facts. Alrighty, so this concludes our episode of Crown Conversations, the podcast. As always, guys, please, please, please download our episodes. <laughs> where can also let them know? Let them know where they can find us. Let them know. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Jesus. <laughs> 
Lord. And um, follow us on our social media platforms. Twitter is Crown Convos Pod. Instagram is Crown Conversations Podcast. SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Spotify. Radio Public. Are we on Stitcher? And we are on Stitcher as well. And then also, guys, of course, our second visual episode will be airing soon for the month of November. So stay tuned for that. We have a special guest for that. So we have a lot of things moving and shaking with our brand. So just be on the lookout for us. For sure. For sure. All right, y'all. Bye. Peace. Peace.